everybody. My name is Josh Remini. I am the pharmacist that de-prescribes drugs by giving people health and wellness tips, tricks, hacks to moving their health from maybe not so good to vibrant. Follow along if you're ready to go beyond the pills. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Pills. My name is Josh Rooney. I am the unpharmacist, meaning that I love to get people off medications. So today in this episode, we're going to talk about a Beyond the Pills approach for foundational health. So why did I pick this one to talk about? Well, foundational health is really talking about optimizing your health when in the absence probably of chronic disease or what I call low-hanging fruit. So if you're looking to do anything in the wellness space and you want to move beyond pills, or maybe you're not even taking pills, but you just want the general foundational health, because if you support the body with evidence-based integrative things, we talked about it, diet, lifestyle, supplements, and labs, what would I be doing? What could I be doing on the inside that's affecting my outer world. We want to make sure we're including such various lifestyle factors as your environment, so how your body interacts with the environment, diet, physical activity, stress management, and interpersonal relationships. Like these are the things that we need to do. And so those are the lifestyle pieces. So when it relates to foundational health, the first piece we want to look at is diet. And what does that mean to me? What does that mean for foundational health? We talk about it a lot in clean eating and using a clean component of diet, which means no hormones or antibiotics in your meat, which means eating organic whenever possible, looking at the clean, the dirty dozen and the clean 14 from the standpoint of the environmental working group. So that means it's the 12 vegetables or fruits that should be more organic more often than not, that's the dirty dozen. They're dirty, okay? That means there's more chemicals, more pesticides on those fruits and vegetables than any other ones. I believe celery is on the list. Strawberries are on the list. Every year, they tweak it a little bit based on what they find. So the Environmental Working Group, ewg.org, go find your dirty dozen. We can post it here if you'd like. So eat clean, but eat high amount of fruits and vegetables. It's like seven to nine servings per day. Serving is about the size of your fist. So if we could do that, there's my cat. Consume a reduced amount of sugar. Generally, that means about 10% or less, optimally 5% of your daily calories should be consumed that sugar. What rule of thumb for me and my kids is, is their snack or their serving less than five grams of sugar. That's kind of where we put that. Limit your alcohol intake. Generally speaking, less than one drink per day is now the new norm. They used to say men could get two, women could get one per day, but that means up to. The new thinking, I think, with alcohol is less than one per day on average. So people and don't add it up. You can't really just add all up your say, all right, I didn't do any drinking this week. Now I'm going to go on Saturday and drink seven drinks. It doesn't really work that way. But limiting low amount of alcohol and then... Fiber, 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 25 to 30 grams of fiber, dietary fiber per day. Really important, really important for stool production, really important for detoxifying, cleansing out the gut is really important. So kind of like eat clean, no hormones, no antibiotics, 
organic when possible, non-GMO. We've talked about this on some of the podcasts, but like clean eating. If you're interested in a into getting started with that, we do have a clean 14 program that people can do for 14 bucks. So it's really easy to get started with a 14-day reset on your diet and lifestyle. Those lifestyle interventions, like we talked about, generally moderate intensity workouts, 150 to 300 minutes per week. We know that, right? Sleep hygiene, we've done a whole thing on that. So a whole podcast just on sleep. That's a huge lifestyle modifier. If you can nail your sleep, you're doing a really good job. We've talked about all those things you can do. So nail your sleep. If you're looking for more information on that, tune into that podcast because sleep is super important. It's the one thing I totally recommend anybody really, really, really focus on. Track your sleep. I like the Aura Ring, the Whoop Bands, Fitbits. They're all good for that. Encourage you to have some level of stress management practices, whether that's deep breathing, breath work app, meditation app, those kind of things. Just do something with your stress response. It's really easy to breathe or refocus when you're stressed out. Anybody that knows anything, God understands stress. It's a big part of what we want to do and manage. We want to manage our toxic burden in our environment. This is another good lifestyle. Clean life, clean eating, clean house. Those are hygiene products, cleaning agents, remediating the mold in your house, heavy metal exposure, looking at maybe things for that. And then again, opting for that organic and pesticide-free Organic foods, pesticides free when possible because that's chemicals. We put about 300 chemicals a day on our body and we breathe those in. We put them on our skin. So anything that's got less chemicals is good. So those are kind of the lifestyle pieces. Let's talk about labs, right? What labs could we be doing for general foundational health to be proactive in our wellness and integrative sessions, integrative life? to make something better. Well, first thing is you can always make sure you have a CBC, complete blood count with differential, total cholesterol panel, which means the LDL, HDL, triglycerides, what people don't normally do in their panels for cholesterol or in their general visits is getting LDL particle size, LDLP. Think about it. If you, cholesterol is a number, but let's say those number, the particle size matters. So if the particle size, let's say the cholesterols are big beach balls. They're just big and fluffy. And they're just bouncing around the blood, just like a beach ball. Little less problematic if the number is high, but the particle size is high versus the particle size being low. Imagine a BB, okay? A BB hitting the wall of your arterial lining and just smacking the arterial. Well, that's going to cause the inflammation, which causes things to be sticky, which causes that atherosclerosis or what they call the plaque formation, which causes the hardening of the arteries, yada, yada, yada. You get down the road. So if you got your particle size and you knew what that was, then we can make targeted lifestyle and nutritional interventions to help the particle size. So particle size, size matters in this case. Get your vitamin D status. I want everyone to know what their vitamin D status is. If you don't know what it is, you can get it. It's pretty simple. You don't have to just go to the make, make a doctor's visit. These things can be done at the point of care in, thing, in pharmacies and other places that are testing. So get your 25-hydroxy vitamin D levels. I want the level above 50 in most cases. Most doctors, most physicians, most healthcare practitioners 
we tend not to intervene on my vitamin D until it's below 30 or 20. Well, most people sit between the 30s and 20s, but if you, the reference range is a 30 to 100, which is a huge reference range. But most of the work, if you Googled vitamin D and health risk reduction, it's generally at the 50 above. Even 80 above, 80 to 100, you're going to be working on things like reducing breast and prostate cancers and stuff like that. So vitamin D levels matter. You can definitely adjust your dose of your supplementation if, if you know your levels. I like C-reactive protein. I think it's a marker for stress. It's a marker for inflammation. So CRP, homocysteine, same thing. Those are good markers for stress. Those are good markers to see if things are working in the right process or they're moving in the wrong process. Always get a comprehensive thyroid panel, TSH, means free T4, free T3, reverse T3, thyroid binding globulin, the proteins that bind the thyroid hormone, and thyroid antibodies, TPO, thyroid antibodies. But people don't know what their thyroid antibodies are. They may not be susceptible. They may be looking at an autoimmune disease. So comprehensive thyroid panel, not just the TSH and what's available, okay? Iron panels are good. Some of the functional labs. Now, let's talk about things that the doctor may not look at. So a GI map, which is a comprehensive stool analysis. So looking at your poop, seeing what it looks like, seeing the census, how many critters are down there, the probiotic strains, the commensal ones, the good ones, the potentially pathogenic ones like Candida, C. diff. That's important. We want to know what's there and how many of them are there. And knowing what we can do with that microbiome is really important because remember, 70% of your immune function, 70% or more of your neurotransmitter balancing, the way we make our B vitamins down there. There's a lot of things to support good gut health. You can do a GI map test. If you're looking for places to do, reach out to us. We can do those, okay? Another test that I think is the number one test that your doctor would never order that is really important, not because they wouldn't, it's just because it's not very common, but it's super important when it has to do with wellness. See, we're listening, looking for wellness things now, okay? A GI map. The second thing I would look at is omega-3 status. So the omega-3 index and status. So how much omega-3 fatty acids are swimming around in your bloodstream? That's a good marker for inflammation, a good marker for omega-3s, how much is on board. So instead of just saying you should take omega-3s, eat fish, you should see how much is on board. We'd like to see 8% or higher. So if you're at 4%, we could tell you how much omega-3s you need to get to 8%, which is reducing your total body inflammation, which is generally the root cause of a lot of issues. So omega-3 status, omega-3 index. This is not a normal blood lab that you can do from the physician's office. This lab is what you would need to do from a place that's qualified that understands that. So a lot of the wellness pharmacies that I teach and that we do at Dilworth we have this available to you. And it, this is something that we can put in our chats and we can put into our links so you know where to go and then how to interpret the labs. So you could do B12 status. You could do red blood cell magnesium, getting magnesium status. These are huge. So looking at probiotics, looking at in your gut, looking at omega-3 status, looking at B12 status, looking at magnesium status. These are all the same valid reasons of why we're going to go into our next process, which is supplementation. So the five supplements everybody needs that we've reviewed that we're putting into this plan, this comprehensive foundational health plan are 
a high quality multivitamin. We want omega-3s because they're essential. They're essential fatty acid, which means we need to get them out of our diet or we need to eat it with a supplement. Since we don't eat enough fish, we usually got to get it in our diet. And I could prove that to you if you did an omega-3 status test, right? So omega-3s, omega multivitamins, probiotics. I like to say 50 billion is a good amount, right? 10, 20, 30 billion strains is where we want to be. 50 billion is a good, healthy dose of probiotics. The probiotics we eat and put in our gut don't hang around forever. They don't just sit there and colonize like you think on a Petri dish. Our probiotic cultures that are in our gut do that. They, they create, they procreate, they, they multiply. But the ones we eat, they sit there for a period of a time and then they kind of die off, but they help promote the other good bacteria. So they kind of like kids playing the sandbox together. So uh, a good, stable, multi-strain, live probiotics, usually eight to 10 species. We use the Dilworth Multimax at the store. I really love that one. It's 60 billion, 65 billion per two capsules. I've used other ones, ProBioMed 50. That's why it designs for health. That's a good one as well. These are known to have the ability to directly support intestinal and and gut health. So that's number three, probiotics. And then the vitamin D and the magnesium. Everybody needs D. Everybody needs magnesium. I've never seen a D above 50 without supplementation. And that's where I think people need to be. Look at the chart. You can see it. Vitamin D, again, health prevention. Vitamin D is more like a hormone. So we want to be as optimal as we can. And then and then 80% of people are deficient in magnesium. I use magnesium glycinate, bisglycinate to be exact. And I usually use two to three capsules daily to make sure we're getting enough elemental magnesium to support the body and to support the 400 plus chemical biochemical reactions in the body. It's kind of like putting good octane fuel in the Ferrari. You want it to perform well. And you need to have the wrong ingredients to do all the things that magnesium does, neurotransmitter balances to all sorts of chemical reactions in the body. So those are the five you should do. If you can't do all five, look at the high quality multivitamin. Does it have a lot of B vitamins in it? Does it have enough vitamin D and magnesium to support the minimum, right? Good, better, best. Good multivite because we don't just don't eat well and the nutrients in the soil don't make the things that we do eat well as nutrient dense as they used to be. So adding nutrient density with your multivitamin, making sure a lot of bioavailable and methylated vitamins. So professional grade, lots of phytonutrients, similar to how we would be eating in the past from an evolutionary perspective. We ate more vegetables and fruits. Well, if you have phytonutrient density in your multivite, such as lutein, lycopene, or resveratrol, wild blueberry, you could even broccoli seed and sprout extract, citrus bioflavonoids, all of these things are what we eat in nature and we used to eat more of them. So get that in your multivite. The omega-3, you want to try glyceride form, you want it highly purified, you want it tested for short-lived species. That means they're not harboring all those chemicals for very long. It's like sardines and anchovies, food grade, not feed grade. It's distilled, which means they're taking the pure impurities out, making it more potent. Look on your label. If it doesn't say the amount of omega-3 per capsule, this is a key point for omega-3. And it says the amount of 
fish oil per capsule, that's not the amount of omega-3. We're looking for the amount of omega-3 to be, you know, 700 to 1,000 milligrams of omega-3 per capsule. If you go to the big box stores and you buy the big bottles of omega-3, you're going to see it says 1,000 milligrams of fish oil on the front. You're going to turn around the back and it says 300 milligrams of omega-3. That means 700 milligrams is impurity. So that's not good. You want a high quality, high stable. Remember, it's an oil. It's got a low smoke point, high rancid. It can get rancid quickly in heat. So you want to make sure that you're getting high quality on all this stuff. We use Vinco as our private label. We use professional grade. We use Designs for Health for a lot of our stuff. It's because they have the right products doing the right things and superior absorption, bioavailability, and quality control. So what you get in the bottle is what's on the label. So that's super important. So pro good probiotic, good multivite, good omega-3, that's the top three. You add magnesium, you add the vitamin D to bring in your top five. So that was diet, lifestyle, supplements, and labs. Now what you can do today that's a little bit different, that's going to make you better for your entire health and your well-being. So this is your low-hanging fruit protocol for general health and wellness. My name is Josh Rimini. Thank you for listening in. If this is important, please like it. Please send it to a friend. I know that some of this stuff is simple, not always easy, but it's simple, right? So wellness made simple is what we're all about. Stay well. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Pills podcast. You can find Josh on LinkedIn and Facebook at Josh Rimini and on TikTok at Beyond the Pills. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd be forever grateful if you left a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you know somebody who wants to go beyond the pills, send them this episode. If you've got any specific questions or ideas for future episodes, reach out to Josh and send him a message. Thanks again for being a part of the Beyond the Pills community. We'll see you next time.